Communion is a wonderful thing, amen? amen. It's part of our faith. You know, there's, there's um, three things that God gave to us. He gave us water baptism, praise God. He gave us the bread and the wine. And then He gave us anointing oil. Amen. And you know what? Water baptism doesn't save you. Amen. Jesus saves you by His blood. Amen. You know, it's the same with the bread and the wine. The bread and the wine. There's no power in the bread and the wine that we take today. You know what? It's not changing into something today. There's no power in it. The Bible lets us know that. And it's the same with oil. There's no power in the oil either. It doesn't matter really what kind of oil you use. I have a wee thing oil that many times I take with me. I have one a wee thing of oil here. And you know what? It's just oil. It's, I think they added frank, frankincense or something. Not Frankenstein. But um, to this. But it doesn't make it holy. It's not, it's not the oil. But God knows how we operate. And I trust God enough. To know how we operate. He gave us these things on purpose. So he did. There's things that just trigger your memory. Yeah. You know, did you ever hear a song and it brings you right back? Yeah. Brings you right back. It could be 30 years ago, 40 years ago. You hear a song and it brings you right. Sometimes you can hear something that brings you right to a place. It brings you right to maybe where you, you heard that for the first time. Or maybe you, you, you danced with your husband to be the first time or something like that. There's a song and like that's our song. And when you hear it, there's a bunch of memories that come with it. You know, that's what, that's what it is. It's triggering your remembrance. You know, um, my, my granny in Granda's house, my granda was a fisherman. And, um, and when you'd go to their house, they would always have peat burning. They would always have, you know, there was always a smell of peat in the house. There's always a smell of fish in the house. It's just the way it was, you know. But I can remember at my brother-in-law's wedding, we were up in uh, Donegal. And um, we had stayed the, the night in this lovely um, castle up there. What do you call that place? Loch S Castle and that's where they had their wedding and it was a lovely big place but the next day we were walking around and I walked into a room and the fragrance in the room hit me they were burning peat I burst into tears because it brought me right back to my granny's house just like that just a, just a, a, a fragrance triggered remembrance in me just like that and that's what it was for me. It just was like, even though not everybody might like the smell of peat, but boy, when I got it, it just, it just r reminded me of my grandparents. You know, that's why in business, you know, we, we're mar a marketing world today, you know, where everybody has a logo. And what is it? It's when you see the logo, there's a bunch of stuff that goes with it. When you see that Apple, it reminds you of Apple computers and all of that kind of stuff. You only have to do is see something and it, it triggers Something in your, in your mind. And it's the way we're built. God has made us this way. You know, I, I, one of the things I, I like about um, what we do in funerals um, in Ireland is, you know, you, you bring forth, sometimes a family brings forth things. It's something that will uh, remind you of the person or something that they loved. Sometimes it's, a, it's tea bags, you know, they loved a cup of tea. 
You know what I mean? Or it can be a CD they like, or a, you know, Only Fools and Horses video or something like that. And it's because it's something that they loved. What is it? It's about, it, it's attached to that person and it brings a remembrance. Well, I'm telling you, God has given us two emblems so that we do not forget what he done for us. And when we come to the bread and the wine, what's it for? It's for remembrance. The power is not in the bread. It doesn't matter what kind of bread you use. It doesn't matter whether we use cream crackers or whether we make the bread the way the Jewish people did it. It doesn't matter. There's no power in the bread. And, you know, many times I say it has to be wine. You know what? We live in a culture here where wine has a big influence on a lot of people's lives in this country. And, and you know what? And we don't, we don't use wine. That's why. And it's not that there's anything wrong with wine, but some people fight over that. It has to be wine. It doesn't matter whether it's wine or whether it's Rabina. The power is not in the juice, whatever it is. What is it in? Look what it says here in 1 Corinthians 11. Praise God. It says, For I have received of the Lord Jesus that which I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, that always amazes me, he gave thanks. This is for, this is what he's about to do. This is the night before he, he dies for us. And he's given thanks for it. Why? Because he knows that what he's going to do is the only thing that can save us. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He knows what it's going to cost him, but he's given thanks. That always blows me away, and he broke it. Yeah. Why? Why did he break it? Because he was about to be broken and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. And look what it says. Do this in what? Remembrance of me. That's where the power is. The power is in remembering what he done for you. And after the same manner also he took the cup and when he had supped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So where's the power? The power is in remembering. You see, if you take this this morning and you forget about what he's done for you, or you just do it religiously, there's no power there. These things are a point of contact. What are they for? Well, the bread represents his body that was broken for us. Let me tell you, his body was broken so the jurors could be put back together. Amen? There's healing in his body. Just even in how they, they made that bread, you can see that it was, it's pierced. That's how the Jewish people done it. They pierced the bread. Let me tell you, he was pierced for you. He was broken for you. Amen. He was striped for you. Then he shed his blood. Why? For the forgiveness of sins. I'm telling you, there's no forgiveness anywhere else apart from the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is precious. It's the most precious substance in all of the universe. The Bible says even if you wash yourself in the Old Testament, it says if you wash yourself with acid, you're still a sinner. There's nothing you can do to cleanse yourself. There's nothing you can do to scrub sin out of your life. All the you know, um, self-punishment or anything like that cannot 
do away with sin, all the self-loathing, all the guilt, all the punishment we do to self many times when we miss it, how we beat ourselves up, that can never take away sin. What it does is it makes you feel good because you punished you, but that can't take away sin. There's only one thing that can take away sin, and that's the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. The precious blood of Jesus. That's why the whole table is not about you. The whole table is about Him. It's all about Him. Many times we make it about us, but it's not about us. It's about Him. We're coming there because we come to Him. We take this in the light of Him. We take it in the light of what He done for us. Do you know when they took the, the, the lamb, the priest inspected the lamb the priest did not inspect the person who brought it they inspected the lamb to see if the lamb was up to scratch you don't inspect the person you inspect the lamb amen that's your starting point Yes, you examine yourself, it says here, but in the light of what he done for you, you look at yourself and then you look at what he done for you and you see, is it a fact in you? Yes. Amen. Do you see, because if you don't, you end up living, that's what the Bible goes on to say here, you live in the same condemnation that everybody else does out there. You end up living in the same consequences out there. You just start talking like the world because you forget what he done for you. Yeah. You start talking sickness and disease because you forget what he done for you. You start talking about your unworthy because you forget what he done for you. Yes. You, start, you start living your life based on, on, on just how everybody else does in life because you have forgotten the price that he paid for you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, if you're, if you're in a place in your life where you one time walk with God, but you haven't been walking with him for a while, let me tell you, if you're saved, you're saved. You might just be away, but you know what? This reminds you of how much He loves you. Amen. And so you, you, if you've been away from God, you can do business with God today when you take it. You can, see, you're examining yourself in the light of what He done. You're, you you recognise this blood is what saved me. God, you still love me. Just like Batty was sharing earlier, we can't uh, um, evaluate God's love. Based on our understanding of love. God loves you and he proved it. Yes. He demonstrated how much he loves you. Yes. If, you've been off, if you've been offside, you can come and say, thank God for the blood today. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's what the blood is for. Yes. Amen. If you've been feeling guilty all week or the devil's been condemning you, you can come and remind yourself the blood washed my sin away and I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's where the power is. See, you're, if you don't remember, the devil will keep putting doubts and unbelief in your head and he'll accuse you and accuse you and accuse you and accuse you. But the blood always brings it back straight to forgiveness because Jesus' blood was shed for you to be forgiven. Yes. Amen. Amen. Do you know, all through the Bible, forgiveness and healing go hand in hand. All through the Bible. Yeah. You can't separate the two. Yeah. What God joins, don't separate. Yeah. His body was broken for your healing. Amen. His blood was shed for the forgiveness of your sins. Yeah. Praise God. Thank God for the forgiveness of sins. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, we live in a world where people are full of guilt and condemnation, but I'm telling you, there's nothing can take away your sins but the blood of Jesus. Amen. It's amazing how the modern-day church has been robbed of the revelation of the blood of Jesus. They don't sing about it, but I tell you what, you go back a couple hundred years, that's all they sang about was the blood of Jesus. They sang about the blood. There's power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that made me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. See, it's a revelation of the blood. If you don't have a revelation of the blood, sin will be your revelation and you will live in guilt and condemnation for the rest of your days. Even as a believer, even though your sins are forgiven, if you don't have a revelation, a true revelation of what the blood done for you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes. You'll be using something of a lesser quality to try and deal with sin. In James, it says, is any, is any among you afflicted? That means under pressure. If you're under pressure, if you face pressure in life, what do you do? Pray. Yes. Pray. If you're merry, let her rip. Sing. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. Let it out. Yeah. Praise God. If you ever feel like you're going to explode, you've got... So you, let it out. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Hey, a church doesn't need to be quiet. Praise the Lord. Is any sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over, over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the prayer of faith, look, not oil, the prayer of faith yes. shall save the sick. Not the oil, the oil is just a point of contact. Yeah. And then it says, and if he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. In other words, if, if sin has been the reason why you're in that position, let me tell you, it'll be forgiven. It was like the man that was let down. Remember, in the, in the, Jesus said, which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or take up your bed and walk? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You see, sickness and sin were both paid for in the one transaction. Yes, exactly. Amen. It's religion that separates them. Um, Psalms 103 and verse 1. A familiar portion of scripture, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives some of your iniquities. No. Forgives all of your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Amen. Side by side. It's the way it is the whole way through the Bible. I love this story. I'm not going to read it out here. But in, in Exodus 15. It talks there about the waters of Marah that were bitter. And what was the answer? It says the Lord showed him a tree. And when the tree was put into the water. It made the water sweet. And then that was the first place where God used his name, um, Jehovah. As in with, he, he said, I am what I am. But he said that is an eternal name. But when he put the ad on, I am whatever it was. The first thing he said was, I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the God that healeth thee. And that is an eternal name. 
So God is always, forever, I am the God that healeth thee. But what did he show a tree? At the tree, your sins was paid for, but so was healing. It's all through the Bible. Amen. It's all through the Bible. Praise God. The, the, they partook of the Passover lamb. You know what? They were set free from their bondage. But the Bible says there wasn't one feeble one among them. Because they partook of the Passover lamb. Well, Jesus is the Passover lamb. And he's our Passover lamb. And the bread and the, the wine reminds us of our Passover lamb. Not the type, but the real. What a saviour. And I'll just use this one, um, the last one, and then we'll take a communion this morning. Isaiah 53. And it says, He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows, this is in verse 3, and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Look at this, surely. There's no more definite word than surely. 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 From where I come from. Surely he bore our griefs. The word grief here is the word coli in the Hebrew, which means diseases. He bore, surely he bore our diseases. Amen. And he carried our sorrows, which is pain. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. There ceased to pay the price for our sin. But praise God and by His stripes we are healed. Amen. Praise God for communion this morning. Amen.